this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. difference right now um i might have upgraded my situation just a tad welcome to black opinions matter motherfucker my name's amino hassan i'm joined as always by black trey big derb rob lopez on production and guys i ain't gonna lie to you i'm feeling myself a little bit i am feeling myself a little bit here I got the new microphone set up. I got a boom arm so I don't have to hold my mic anymore. No more questionable audio quality from Amin. I also picked up a pair of uh, wireless noise-canceling headphones. I feel like I'm in a studio, dog. I'm about to record the most fire mixtape ever right now. Uh, but before we get into all of that, we're going to talk about power. We're going to talk about, uh, I guess. I guess this would be Chadwick Boseman's last movie, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. We'll talk about the Battle of the Bay versus. But first, and we got. But first, I want to say this. Everybody, if you're listening, if you're at home, I want you to go to your kitchen, open the fridge, get you an alcoholic beverage. I don't care what time of day or night it is. If you're driving, you know what? I want you to pull over. Find you like a, a, a motel or a hotel or a holiday inn. Get you some drinks. Go up to the room. Drink. Sleep it off. When you're sober, then go back and drive wherever the hell you was going. Because today, the day you're listening to this, December 21st or December 22nd, is the day 
when John Gervais came into this world talking about hating on North Carolina and loving Magna Carta, Holy Grail, and all the other bullshit takes that John Gervais has. Happy birthday, boy. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, you forgot that uh, life's not a good movie. Um, <laughs> I've never seen any of The Matrix. I think that's probably an overrated series. And um, Magna Carta Holy Grail, it's, it's a solid album, man. I mean, I don't Trey, understand. What was, the, what was the one he said in the group chat the other day? And we were like, do you want to really align yourself with the man who thinks life isn't a good movie? Oh, oh House Party 3. House Party 3 he was ready to oh. die on. That's not a good movie? You said House Party 3 was better than Class Act. No, 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 no. I said House Party 3 is better than... Uh, it is better than Class Act. But I also said it was better than House Party 2, though. I like how he fixed it by going worse. <laughs> he fixed it by no, going deeper into that hole. You, you don't think House Party 3 is better than Class Act? No, absolutely no, not. No, it's heavy cameos. That's it, yeah. bro. I mean, I, I, I just don't understand why you guys have such terrible takes on movies. Like, I just don't get it. I know why I you just, got terrible just, takes on movies. <laughs> Waz told us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yo! So I so so because some people listen on audio, some people might watch the YouTube. But for those listening on audio, Jerv, what are you sipping on right now? Um, it's a it's a bottle of champagne called um. You know what? I don't want to butcher it. M a i l l y. I went to the store and I was fully prepared to buy a bottle. I picked up, you know. I did what we do. I went yeah. straight to the Moet, right? I picked yeah. that up and I turned to the gentleman. I said, sir, it was a white guy. I said, sir, I would like a good bottle of champagne. I don't want to spend $200, mm-hmm. but I also don't want the bottle that all of us come and get. Ooh. You phrased it like that. You don't like rosé yeah, booze, no, I, though? Hey, I, 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 got, uh, I got one in the fridge right now. I was about to say, I got one that's just ready. To, I ain't had a drink in two months, big dog. On January 1st, we firing it. Hey, let's have it. I I, I just didn't want any of the uh, the Negro sh- uh, champagne. You know, I, I, I felt like uh, I've done a lot of the uh, of of the the rapper champagne. I've done a lot of the yeah. the standing on couches and stuff. So I wanted to get something a little more classy this time. By the way, speaking of of, of rapper champagne, shout out to Bel Air, the unofficial sponsor of Crazy Sexy Cool, our Bob Monday submission. Go ahead and check them out, and go check out some Bel Air and also some Bikini Honey. If you if you got someone that wears bikinis, do that too. Shout out to all the unofficial sponsors of Crazy Sexy Cool. But go ahead. So so Jerv, you say to him, I want I want the bottle that we don't usually come to buy. And uh yeah, so uh it, it was a price point. He pointed to uh you know, first it was right around the Moet. He said, What do you like? Mm-hmm. I said, I don't know. You know, I don't really drink champagne like that. And when I do, I'm usually already gone a little bit. So I don't really know what I like and what I don't like. But I have been known to have Moet a few times. So he said, okay, he gave me something that was comparable to it. He said it's from a, um, a, a champagne's grapes, right? Yeah. yeah. He said it's a better, it's from better grapes or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. And it's a, it's a little bit cheaper than Moet, but he said it's a better quality thing. Mm. He told, I mean, hey, he told me. Hey, I serve this to my friends on, on New Year's Eve all the time. And I said, if it's good for you, it's good for me. It's a rosé, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm classy, man. Shout out. Shout out to being classy one day. Bottle on me too, big dog. Check the cash out. Oh, oh. 
I oh, appreciate you, bro. It's it's more than one bottle on you, Trey. Uh, I've I've learned things about Trey the last couple of days. Like what? What? Hey, man. I just I just wanted to make sure Blessings. my I just wanted to make sure my guy had 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 a good time. Trey, I just want to know: Are you going to have fish in the walls when you move? <laughs> Here y'all go, man. No. Y'all wallet, Jer- man. Jerf fish? No. Come on, don't be ridiculous. You about to have mermaids. Remember hypnotized mm. video where they just had mermaids. They had mermaids swim. They had mermaids swimming in the tank. I I I am look. I am looking to uh to to get some art right now though. Uh, that's oh. that's what I'm looking for right now. I'm gonna tell you right now, and to anyone who's listening, who's looking for art, custom made art. Uh, Carling Jackson at Carling Jackson on Twitter. I believe at Carling Jackson art, or maybe at Carling Jackson also on Instagram. Either way. Carling Jackson. She's the one that painted my painting right here. That's that's a custom made one. I I showed her a picture. It was actually a screenshot from the movie and she literally painted it for me. Uh but she does everything. She does athlete stuff, she does family stuff. If you give her a picture, say I want this, she can make it and she can make it as is or she can make it real artsy. If you check out her Instagram, she's got a lot of examples of the stuff she's done. So, Trey, if you if you need anything, let me know. I'll, I'll hook it up. We'll get you the, the friends and family discount. I, I appreciate I mean, that. I ain't going to lie. So, I paid more money than I'm comfortable, but I feel like it's totally worth it, man. Like, I love this. So this, you, you got a one of one is what you're saying? That is a one of one. That means none before it. None to come. There you go. The homie that's talking is the only one that has it. I show you how to do this, son. I don't understand why you don't like that guy, man. I, lo- I love everything. No, you ab- don't. Oh man, come on now. Come on. You're now. like I. I mean, can we? Can we? Can we? Can I get? All right. This is the, this is my last. This is the last what show or two before all the love for Philly and 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 everything yeah. goes away, right? Yeah. Shout so out, let's hold just on. What, real quick. Shout out to City of Philadelphia once again. Thank you for saving democracy. Uh, I love y'all. You guys are awesome. Shout out to you. Philly, 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 Philly. Actually, you Go. got one more show after that. One last show after that. One last oh, show. I give you know what? Philly, you get a bonus show in 2021. You know what? I'm going to make a decree right now, guys. Oh, Philly, wow. we're going to extend the no hate on Philly clause until through the inauguration. Once it's <sighs> official and my man's in the White House... And Kamala's in the White House, we back to shitting on y'all. But for now, up until Joe takes the pl- takes the the pledge or whatever, y'all are good. Y'all are good people. Thank you again for saving democracy. Seriously, jokes aside, thank you. I mean, I, you know, hey man, listen, it's what we do. You know, what I mean, it's just it's just what we do. It is, it is call, literally what y'all do. <laughs> call, call us next time you need somebody to save the world, man. I mean, you know, we'll we'll, we'll make sure we answer for you guys. <laughs> So you were saying, uh, you you were saying, Jerv, you were in the middle of saying something about Philly. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, since so Jay Z is pretty pretty much like Philly's like his second home. So I I just really just wanted you just to, I mean, since it's for my birthday, can you just mm-hmm. admit that Madden McCartney Holy Grail is a good album, please? I can't I can't do that, bro. I, I can I can if you want me to go through the catalog of countless Jay Z songs that I've enjoyed over the years and lived my life to and and experienced like seminal moments too as the soundtrack i could do that but i ain't gonna lie to you bro i'm i am genuinely grateful to the city of philadelphia 
I am not genuinely grateful for Magna Carta Holy Grail. I say, yo, you give it such a bad rap. It's not that I don't, bad. No, it gave it. itself a bad rap because it is bad rap. It is literally bad rap. Yo, it, it has Trey. It has bangers on it, Trey. Please. Yeah. You are oh, a kind of... Ross, I like it. I, hey. I, I like it to an extent, but I don't think it's great. Ross like, killed it. You know what I mean? Like, Never said it was great. Justin Never said it was great. It. I just think it's a good album. Yo, I, I'll, give, I'll give credit where credit's due. Fuck with me, you know I, don't I think got you, it. I don't, a, think it can, I don't think it deserves to be good. I think it has a couple mm. tracks that you can kind of revisit. Yep. I'll say that. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. All right. So today's December 21st when we're recording this. It'll come out on the 20. You're listening to this on the 22nd, but we're recording this on the 21st, which means right now we are in the midst of our superpower day. And boy, let me tell you something. I've been exerting my superpowers everywhere. But before I tell you my exploits, I want to ask my co-hosts, what superpower would you have if it were up to you? It was your decision. I'm going to go Trey first and then Jerv. Trey, if it were up to you, God came down and said, Trey, Trayvon, I should say, because God calls you by your government name, apparently. <laughs> what superpower would you like? First of all, brother of me, I want to tell you, happy Negro Solish Day. Solstice Day. Negro Solstice Day. You know what I'm saying? Happy 1221 Day, Jerv. You know, but I'm going to have to say my superpowers, honestly, I don't want to go to meme's sake and go get the laser beam in eyes because I don't want to cook chicken that way. But I would always <laughs> um, probably want to teleport as long as it don't cost me my life and each time I use it. So, real quick, by the way, I just want to point out, Crazy Sexy Cool also talked about this. I was fucking dying. I don't know if y'all listened to Crazy Sexy Cool this week, but when I tell you what Meek said she wanted her superpower to be, bro, I almost drove off the road. <laughs> I I literally had to stop the car so I could tweet Meek and Liz and B and say, yo, Meek, them, uh, the superpowers came in yet? <laughs> Go listen. I'm telling you right now. Pause this podcast right now. Go check out. It's the at the very beginning. They talk about it. Listen to what Meek says she wishes her superpower to be. Lord Jesus in heaven. And you're back listening to us. Wasn't that good? I told you it would be. Uh, Jerv, what would you want your superpower to be? Uh, does Superman have one power? He had multiple powers, but I'm assuming that God is giving us kind of like a ration. Everyone gets one for now, and then maybe next December we get another one. Okay. Um, well, I, I like what Trey said, but so I don't want to follow him. So I'll just say I'll be fast as shit. I'll be oh, Flash. Yeah, I'll just be that. Flash. Yeah, I feel like running, running from stuff and you know being able to get from point A to point B pretty fast is pretty, uh, you know... I could use that. Yeah, I mean, like that sounds useful. Teleportation sounds useful. I'm gonna tell you right now. I've got the the one that wins it all. No one can ever tell me that this ain't gonna be the best superpower ever. Mind control. Think about anything that you want your superpower to allow you to do. Mind control takes care of that. I can't teleport, but I could go to the airport and like mind control the people to give me a first class flight to wherever I want to go. 
Hell, I could go to the to the the PJ lot where uh, our friend Wells is a <laughs> is a frequent flyer, and I could convince them to fly me wherever. Right? Run fast for what? In the Olympics, I just mind control all my other contestants to run slow, and I'll run faster than them. Right? There's nothing I can't do. Mind control? I run the world. I was mind controlling this weekend, by the way. Oh my God. All these all these nerds on the internet. Jesus. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I just I just got some new hate from Utah, so I might not be welcome in Salt Lit City anymore. You're not l- welcome in Utah? <sighs> the hill turned on me, man. What it, happened? It, they love you. Rudy Rudy Gobert signed a max and you it said it wasn't sour. worth it? Yes. But you know, it's funny. It's like the things that people take as disrespect. I said that De'Aaron Fox thinks he's what John Morant is. And people thought, like, they acted like I called him a bitch. I'm like, what's going on here? I'm not, I'm just saying, like, the dude thinks he's nicer than what he is. That's all. In the grand scheme of shit you hear about NBA players, again, I go I always go back to when Kevin Durant said he was the most disrespected person by the media. And I was like, have you heard what they say about Carmelo Anthony? <laughs> have you sat down and talked to LeBron about what happened after he left Cleveland? Hell, even Chris Paul catches that shit hot. What are you talking about? I said the dude isn't as nice as he thinks he is. I said, I'm like, oh, and, and I think John Morant is way nicer. That's nothing to get upset about. But all of these people, oh my God, man. Yo, my Instagram, they got my engagements popping. They said, the funny thing is that he does it for clicks. Like, no, I actually don't. But if you're going to give my Instagram a million comments, I mean, go right ahead, man. I need that algorithm help. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, man. People are so goddamn sensitive. Where did y'all grow up? Did y'all never have people talk shit at the lunchroom? Is this new? Jesus. I didn't call the dude garbage. I didn't call him broke. I didn't call him a bum, a bust, any of those things. Just said he's not as good as John Morant, but he thinks he is. And it has nothing to do with John Morant. It's just about that level of good. It's not like you said he was as good as uh, Mark. He, he thinks he's as good as Markel Fultz or something. Like John Morant's pretty good. Oh, you know, you know what I kept thinking about? What if I had said Lonzo Ball is what De'Aaron Fox thinks he is? Oh my God. He might he literally might have gone into uh Paul George uh darkness depression <laughs> status, right? He literally might have to be like, call a, a professional. Uh can I talk through this? Can I get my life together? Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I know I've been through it. I've had problems at work, problems in relationships, uh, you know, even problems as a parent. Sometimes you don't know where to turn to or who to talk to, particularly when you you don't want to talk to someone who knows you, who might have a bias or might hold what you're going to say against you. You want to talk to someone who's experienced and licensed and at the same time, distant and removed from you. BetterHelp is here to help. They'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. 
This is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. I know many of our listeners are listening to us from other countries, whether it's Canada, Australia, somewhere in Europe, somewhere in Asia, or somewhere in Africa. Look, you guys can access this as well. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need it. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website. Read the testimonials. They're posted daily. For instance, this one from user NU after counseling with Denise Wall Marlin for two years on issues concerning depression, stress, anxiety, and self-esteem. Quote, I have found Denise to be an excellent counselor. She has broad experience in all techniques to get rid of anxiety and ruminating thoughts and always puts things in perspective for me. I recommend her 100%. Hell, I hear that one. I, I want to sign up with Denise because I know ruminating thoughts and anxiety is something that I deal with all the time. So here's what you can do. I'll do it too. Visit betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's a special offer going right now for our listeners here on BOMB. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. That's betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. My favorite thing about the aggregators is everyone shared, De'Aaron Fox calls Amina a bitch. Ain't nobody shared what I responded back, though. I replied I back. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese should have trended, though, but I thought it was a good reply. You know what, what, you know what it is? Because it happened on Instagram, and Instagram comments get swallowed real quick. Because his was getting likes and mine wasn't, because it was a very pro-Fox post. And I mean, that's the, the game is the game. But, like, when Complex, like, I had my man, uh, one of the guys I used to work with back in the day, hit me. He's like, damn, De'Aaron Fox said this. And then I sent him a screenshot. Yeah, and I said this back. And he's like, oh, <laughs> like, everyone I've sent those screenshots to, they bust out laughing. It is what it is, man. The game is a game. He's got a bigger platform than I am. And I'm going to get swallowed by it. It's all good. But my point is, like, if he wants to have his feelings hurt, that's on him. But this thing where people are coming to his rescue, what did I say? What did I do? I went on the live the other night. I asked Jerv. I said, Jerv. I asked you, actually, Trey, you came on too. I asked you the same thing. I said, if somebody said black opinions matter is what, uh, or I mean, drink champs is what black opinions matter thinks it is. Trey said, well, no, because our episodes aren't a, a Netflix season series. <laughs> Actually, I tried to watch the Pharrell one. I was like, ooh, Pharrell's on. This three should be hours. Cool. It was three hours. You, you just got to watch until Nori gets drunk. Once Nori gets drunk, you can, you know what I mean? You don't have to really watch anymore. I mean, it's but, not that it's but not no, interesting. It's not even it's, that. It's just it's, it's lengthy, fam. So three you hours? have to break it in sections. Like, I'm. this is day three of me trying to finish that. Just because I love Pharrell. Now, 
if it was another artist, I probably wouldn't watch it. Right. But I do I wonder, get the comparison on that. I wonder if they did episodes though, like like one a week. One, I mean, one a day. They took three hours and they took it all across five days. Like with that, I don't even know. I'm because obviously there's more math to it than what's convenient for me. The it's viewership, about, the viewership would be higher in would parts, it? yes, because Maybe. people would want more. Yeah, you, you leave it on a cliffhanger, come back the next episode. Maybe. They they didn't always used to be because when I used to watch it, when I used to listen to it in the uh probably what two, three years ago, they used to only be like an hour, hour and a half. So and I when I used to I used to take the train when I when I was at Complex to to New York. So I would listen to the episodes on my way to work. I haven't I haven't gotten through one of these three hour episodes. I don't think I've finished any of them actually. And I want to finish them. Yeah. By the way, let me just say, uh, like Flagrant Two, which is Andrew Schultz's podcast with Akash Singh, that one goes long too. Every time I go, I'm always like looking at them, like Are we done yet, and they just want to keep going. But people listen, so I mean, I guess the, the numbers don't lie. People I keep think, listening. But I think it's changed a little bit of me, and that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. With you can go Joe Budden, you can go uh, Rogan, you can go mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, you can go down the line, any pop. Right? Well, Mike Tyson don't count. Because Mike Tyson, you press play, and you're too scared to hit stop because that nigga might come fuck you <laughs> Listen, up. Listen, his ghost not going to come out of, the, out, of my, uh, out of my laptop. But I will uh, say... You're sure? I will say <laughs> that... Yeah, I'm not sure. It, it was appealing to people that work at desk in cubicles, people that commuted to work, and obviously that has changed a little bit. I don't think that their listeners have went down because of the shift of platforms, but... Um, it wasn't such a problem because people wanted more in that and it made their days go by fast. But now that you're home and it doesn't make your workday go any faster, you just really like the content. I think it's even more harder to consume because I could listen to a Joe Budden. I can listen to a Drink Champs. I could listen to a Rogan pod if I was working at a desk and just right. trying to get through it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm just, and it's just I, entertainment. You know that's super fair because 90% of at least my work day, and I'm sure Trey, you, you have a little bit of that is having to talk or actively listen. And so I just don't have enough dead time where I'm just typing on a keyboard to listen to something. Obviously I don't have much of a commute. So I, that's part, I mean, Jerv, you just said like you on your way to the office, you would listen to that. That makes a lot of sense, a lot, a lot more sense than, you know, sitting at home and doing whatever you're doing. So I get it. Shout out to all those. I mean, again, I, I, the crazy thing is about all those podcasts is they are entertaining. I'm not saying it's three hours so boring. It's just, I mean, it's entertaining. You'll learn stuff. It's just, ah, man, like I don't have three hours to commit. Uh, you know, I, I started, like I said, I started listening to a little bit of it and I enjoyed it, what I listened to. Nori called the... Uh, he called him Jesus. He called Pharrell Jesus and the best producer of all time. Do you guys have, what do you guys have as far as that, like that statement? Regardless of whether you respect it or not, like do you have another name in mind when you think about the best producer of all time? I always think of Dr. Dre. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing about Pharrell being humble. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure mm-hmm. he's heard it, but it just, I think it breaks down for, for tears of how you grew up. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. my love for Pharrell is made different than how you view him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, he was just more so, it's not even about the music for him. It's about, like, 
style. It's about mm-hmm. relatability as far as like skate culture. Yeah. It's, you know, but, sne- but the cra- sneakers. Cra- the crazy thing is the musical profile had already been built before yep. all that other shit came. Exactly. So like, but, even if you didn't know about his impact on culture, the fucking production is still. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you didn't yeah. grow, if you're a young cat, you're not going to appreciate Neptune's as much as it is now. Right. Because most people only, people forget about Chad. And he's yeah, like, Chad, honestly, if I don't, he's like, we don't make certain tracks if Chad's not there to help the energy, to add on to that, to, to feel what the artist is feeling. So, you know what I mean? During those times, the first time I heard Wait a Minute by Ray J, the first time I heard Philly's Most Wanted, the first time I heard uh, Snoop, on, on Rhythm and Gangster, The first time. You know what I'm saying? Just being introduced. Khalees. Like, Khalees has a special place in my heart because of Pharrell. Yo. I, I don't know these like artists Katie. without that. Banger. Yo, this dude, I'm, you know, because I, I thought, I began to think about it. And I was trying to come up with my Mount Rushmore of producers. I said Pharrell is definitely in there. And I'm including all the Neptune stuff. Shout out Chad Hugo. We're just going to call it Pharrell for now. Dre is definitely in there. The longevity alone and the sound. The thing that Dre had was a sound that people mimicked, right? Sound like a Dre Past, beat. Past Dre the redhead, bit the kick drums for two, off 2001. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just certain things that you look at it and you say, that's it. You know that's what I'm saying? It. And yep. when Pharrell was going, his... His inspiration were tone, mm-hmm. like certain tones from Prince and other artists yep. from the past, and just finding those melodies to to influence. Because he always does covers for. I mean, he always does a um, reference track first for mm-hmm. for his artists to say, "Hey, sing it like this. Mm-hmm. Try to get this out of this. Go back and study it." Like how he got um, Nori to study for nothing, right? The delivery of it, like go back and listen to this artist. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's how your delivery and your flow gonna be. Not too many people do that. I'm I'm gonna give you another name. Timbo. Inspirational for sure. Like for when sure. you sound when you hear you talk about a signature sound, like a signature sound, and I I'll never forget. Was it on uh, was it on the black uh the um, what was the uh fate to black? Mm-hmm. Where they show you him making the beat, and he's layering more and more on it, and you're like, Jesus, that's how. I mean, it, it's crazy watching that dude work. And then for me, number four, this is the hard one, because now there's a lot of names that's bumping in. I'm thinking RZA, I'm thinking DJ Premier, I'm thinking this is gonna sound crazy, but for me, always, 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 just Blaze. I love all of his beats, right? All also those the guys. Fir- the first producer with a tag. Just be, uh, just blaze, just mm-hmm. blaze, and the noise. It wasn't just him saying his name. It was a like it, it come at the beginning. Video wow. game buff. That's why. <laughs> he is. He is a video game buff. Um, and then you know what, like. It's funny, like, I want to give props to the newer, like, Mike Will Made It is a great producer. DJ Mustard is a great producer. But I don't think they on that Mount Rushmore with them other boys. I like this shit. There's a, 
this uh pastor red hat is he just we no. just he just he's got no You're chance communicated bro okay no nah, just hey I just, every once in a while i'll make i think it I'll varies for a, certain people though i mean honestly I, I know i know it does for me it doesn't i'll make an exception for for down and out i'll make an exception for uh, 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 the truth. I, I'll make an exception for what was Shouts it? To blueprint, Jake one. To, blueprint, everything on blueprint, right? But I'm not making an exception for him. I'll I'll allow certain songs. I want to make an exception for him. But all right. So I mean, who's other... who's your Mount Rushmore producers? I think I just named them. I think Dre, Pharrell, Timbaland, and then the fourth one for me. RZA, Premier, uh, Manny Fresh. Fuck, man. Manny Fresh had some beats, man. Manny you gotta Fresh, pick one, bro. motherfucker was on fire, but man. But who's your fourth? Don't don't tiptoe. Pick one. And watch your mentions get on be on be on fire. Fuck, man. I feel like I'm a, I'm an old nigga. I can't convince anybody that I'm young or hip or I'm down with what's happening right now. So I'm gonna say Rizza, because I'll never forget the first time I heard the Kung Fu sample and the sword. Shaolin shadow boxing and the Wu Tang sword style. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. Do you think your Wu Tang sword can defeat me? On guard, I'll let you try my Wu Tang style. Bring the motherfucking ruckus! Bring the motherfucking ruckus! Bring the mother, bring the motherfucking ruckus! Bring the motherfucking ruckus! Don't space, catch the blast of a hype burst. My clock burst, leaving a hearse. I did worse. I mean, and and the thing about that is, I give mad props to his creativity because a lot of people were producing a certain way at the time, and he went a completely different way. I always give a lot of credit if you go out and stake a claim that nobody else has done. And a lot of people like to give that to Pastor Red Hat, that he stake a claim. But if you look into it, he's he's stealing off of other producers who have done that before him. Not to say that he didn't do it well or, or didn't even improve on them. I'm just saying I'm not impressed because he's really not that creative or individual. He's heard it somewhere else, somewhere obscure, but somewhere else. RZA really was taking sounds from fucking kung fu movies that he watched as a kid on Saturday afternoons and made them into beats. And that's fucking crazy to me. And also escalated to a point where people are getting him to do fucking movie soundtracks and movie themes. Like movie that soundtracks like and this song and that song. I'm telling you about the 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 theme beneath it, right? Jerry, yeah, I'm who, going RZA who, as my Who's point. your who's your producer Mount Rushmore? So I have the same first three that me had with Dre, uh, Timbo, and um, oh god, um, and uh, Pharrell. I was torn between Red Hat, but uh, I think the uh, the backpacker in me is gonna go Primo. Um, yeah, no, so I, yeah, fourth will be Primo for me. I just, I just fuck with Primo. I fuck with Primo heavy. Um, I just love how he can take a, a a line from a from a track and then that's the you know what I mean from a random track and then that's the that's the hook not only just the hook but it's, it it just goes with the beat so 
Um, for me, it'll probably be Primo. But if you if you if you tell me you uh you want to put past the red hat up there, or you want to put um or you want to put Rizza up there, because I mean I I I, I was heavy into 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 the woo, but uh, I think I'll just give a slight edge to Primo. So for me, I got Dr. Dre, Timberland, Pharrell, and DJ and DJ Quick. You Cali motherfucker. You, you know what? I, I I look, this is one of those ones where like if someone tells did, me that did Kevin, you enjoy look how serious, did you enjoy all eyes yo, on me? Look how serious his face no, no, is did right you, now. No, did you, uh, Jerv, did you enjoy all eyes on me? The uh the double disc? Yes. Some beats yeah, I did. That's mixed by quick. Mixed by quick. Some beats I did. Oh no, did you I'm like not trying, I'm not trying to dis- No. Yeah. Made by quick. It's um I like it, but it's not I, I skip it from time to time. I he, skip it every time. He definitely could have got better. And I, look, I, I'm going to say this. I skip it, but I don't know if I skip it because I don't like Hov's verse or I don't like the beat. But either way, I skip it. So I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to take any shots at Quick. Respectfully, Quick is one of the, one of the dopest to ever do it. For, but just for my palate, when you want me to tell me, there you go. when you want me to pick, like, you know, my four guys, Quick's not on my four. But... Being that you, being that you're a, a, a Compton dude, you know what I mean. You, you, you are West Coast. You, you Mister. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Like I get it. I understand no, Jerv, why Quicks on the Jerv, I feel the same way. It's kind of like when people talk to me about Kendrick Lamar. Do I respect? I all the respect. Is it for me? It doesn't really speak to me. That's just how I feel. By the way, DJ Quick, my favorite rapper. So I mean, I'm I'm biased. Okay. He from my like he from, favorite that, part, rap, that huh? part I will fight you on. Fa- but, like fa- favorite, what you, what you mean by like favorite? You mean like favorite? My like, favorite out of my everybody favorite, that's ever my rap? favorite. But consensus, Jay Z is the great like the goat. But DJ so Quick's like my say, yo, is my this personal like, favorite. But Trey, is this like me saying that Boss is my favorite rapper? Like yeah, I'm not. I mean, but I'm like, saying if Boss is your, really your favorite rapper, then he's your favorite rapper. He's my favorite rapper because he's my cousin. Like, uh, oh, see, no, no, I, DJ DJ Quick's not related. You legitimately to me. like, yo, I'll put I any DJ Quick album up against whatever. I mean, because it's my personal favorite, though. I don't think nobody's know, gonna feel like, how that. When feels. When you say personal favorite, I always think about like if you went to a desert island and they gave you one CD to play, Rhythmalism. I am going to play that. That's the one you're taking. That's the one because it's you're that, not it taking means, reasonable doubt. You're not no, taking ready to no, die. No, you're not taking I don't relate to that. All I don't relate to me. that at all. I don't relate you're to that. You're not taking Forest Hills. I enjoy them. Taking, wait, wait. No, I mean, they're not bad. No, albums. I know you enjoy, I enjoy them, them, but I'm saying but you're picking. No. Rhythmalism means the world to me. I just learned this about Trey, ladies and gentlemen. Just like I just learned that Trey's rich like three days ago, I just learned right now. <laughs> Here y'all go, man. By the way, Chill out. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, uh, New York. You know niggas, what? That nigga's got a pass. Don't fuck with him. But yo, man, I'm not. I'm not even gonna trash it, bro. Because just like when we was talking last week about forty and short, right? I when I was watching it's a that good thing, segue, I by realized, the way. Thank you. I mean, I, I'm trying to get better at these things. Um, <laughs> I, I realized. Um, I realized how much I actually fuck with 40s like music. Like there's a lot of shit out there. So I'm not even gonna trash you, bruh, because you could probably play a whole mix of quick, and there's a very good chance that I'm gonna like 
genuinely like a lot of these songs. But it can go left also. Because you can go, you can get into your B-side bag and lose me off the first beat. But I don't, and then but I see, that's go. the thing. I don't think you're going to be lost. You're going to be like, damn, I never heard this. That's all you're going to say is I never heard this. Because it's a lot of people that I remember, I won't say the team's name, but they came to a party. Right? Full team was there. And they're at the party. I'm DJing. I'm playing music. And I'm playing the West Coast classics. I'm playing Why You Bullshouldn't by Sugar Free. I'm playing uh I can't Let's Get High by Dr. Dre. I'm playing, okay. you know, uh We Can Freak It by Corrupt. I'm playing that type of shit, right? Jervis, okay. Billy claimed corrupt, by the way. I've always wanted to know this. So it's like it's weird because it's I mean, at that point in time, when 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 Dogpan was was out crazy, it was like everybody knew he was from. It's it's like Pac with with New York. Like everybody knows corrupts from Philly, right? You know, what I mean, I think North Philly is where he's from. But at the same time, it's like, eh, you from Philly, and if you came back to Philly, you definitely stamped or whatever. But you've been out there so long that like, is that the you, Kobe you were, thing? No, nah, Co- Kobe gets a little. Philly. Kobe gets a little more love from being from the city just because of the fact that his he grew up kind of sorta in the area. Like I don't remember corrupt being like Mr. Philly until he be, he went out to West Coast and it was like, yo, young and young is from Philly. Right. You know what I mean? So it was like he's still Dicky suits and and right. and, and Chucks, got, right? Like I've really never West seen Coast, corrupt yeah. in Corrupt, I've never seen Corrupt in the Eagles jersey. I've I, never I, seen him in the Sixers jersey or anything. I've never seen him. I've never seen him with Beijing in his beard. Hello. Hey, long <laughs> long story <laughs> short, this particular player, he looking around, he observing. He had never heard Let's Get High by Dr. Dre off Chronic 2001. Jesus. And he's of age. And he's like paying attention to the energy of the room. And right. it blew my mind that Regional rap is still kind of, even though the internet exists now wow. and people could put you on. You mean to tell me, what? can you tell me what year this was? 2018. 2018? Mm-hmm. Wow. So you mean Christos Porzingis had never heard Let's Get High Before. <laughs> Rob, can you quack me on the name? Had never heard Let's Get High. What? You fucking Get the hell out of here. Nigga. Get the fuck Damn. out of here. What the fuck with y'all listen? Yo, fucking Conway Twitty? What the fuck? <laughs> so, me saying, me playing it, I'm just kind of like, wait. Because he's like, yo, this this is riding right here. What is that? I said, I, I kind of did that whole look back like, nah, you, you playing me, right? He's like, nah, I never heard this. I'm like, bro, this came out in 1999. <laughs> And he's of age. He's not no, no like new kid. You know what I'm saying? Funny thing about it also, Quack Me Again had just learned how to play Uno that night. Wow. <laughs> how about that? Uh versus that was a that was a transition that happened about five minutes ago. Uh I'ma be honest with y'all. As we're talking about rappers we like and regional sounds, and you might respect it, you might like it, not like it. I'ma just say this. Too short's one of my favorites. Every song he has that's played in a club turns it out. Too Short obviously has a very close relationship with the city of Atlanta. Uh, I remember one of my homies had a girl that it was like, that was like his 
his like almost like his little sister and she was dating too short and so we would see too short in the dorms great dude everything's cool like awesome thumbs up on too short e40 on the other hand First these of all, are before, you, before, these before, views before are we go on slander, views, before we go on a slander, views. here we go. Right? So I'm gonna just put it this way. And DJ Quick made a good observation on how he because it was a it was one of those like obviously lower view, low viewership. So we didn't expect the entire world to tune into this. 169,000. But Bay Loyalist, this was this was actually a versus strictly for Oakland. And if you had an Oakland experience and you tapped in with those two artists, then great. But Amin made it clear that a Too Short moved to Atlanta and put on a scene there. And uh, DJ Quick made a good observation on this. He said early on, and I like how they put the term before rap, the BR, right? Because you could play Too Short songs in 1988 now and it still can ride it's just gonna be hella problematic too short end up moving to atlanta putting on that black problematic oh it's problematic (laughs) it's still problematic as hell to this day and you can still play a too short record but e40 picked up off of that and gave us the click gave us all these albums put this together all this slang and stuff like that my the winner of the night for me was too short because he turned into short dog he put on the age jacket. He put the hat on. He said bitch probably a million times. He even put on word. a jersey that was signed by Steve Kerr. <laughs> which was- Yo, the crazy thing about Too Short is that he literally like in- introduced a new way to say the word bitch. Think about that. Think about all the cuss words in the world. How many do you know who invented that one? Yeah, yeah, no, honestly, when you say that word, that's who you think about. Why they got to say it like short? Think about that shit, man. Like, that's a word that he didn't even come up with and just embodied it. And Why just... they got to say it like short? Like, that's a real thing that people will emulate how he says that word. That's, I mean, to me... Going back to what we talk about producers, like that to me is like, yo, if you create a whole new lane and make people walk behind it, nigga, you got it. All right. So, I mean, what's your favorite two short song? It could be a feature, too. If it's a feature, I'm going to go with. The world is filled with pimps and hoes. That, that's a song I know. I can, if I had to save y'all life and I had to rap that word for word, I could do that one. That one right there. The world is filled with the things you see. I'm just trying to be all I can be. Jerv, what's your favorite two short song? By the way, let me, real quick, Jerv, before you answer, let me just say the reason I picked that one, because I was at first when you just say two short song, I was thinking about the ghetto. I thought that, that I think that's my favorite two short song. But when you open up the features, that is the only time I can think about Biggie and someone else rhyming on a record and the other nigga outshine Biggie. I said that and New York lost their motherfucking mind the other day. Hey, Trey, I'm a New York nigga. Hard talk. I'm the nigga that says that Biggie's the greatest rapper of all time. And I think the greatest verse I've ever heard is uh, on... uh, uh, on Diddy's album, the one with him and Jay Z, uh, 
Young Guns. Like, I am in the Biggie camp as deep as you can. Young G's. Young G's, my bad. Um, Every song Biggie has with someone else, that nigga clearly outrhymes that nigga, including Jay-Z multiple times, right? The only exception is the world is filled. Because fucking short comes on, and that's why they made that verse last. And he it, gave so much game on that to this fucking, day. He, I can 19, listen how deep I, 1997, I mean, who is as New York as New York could get. This is a mean who thought, like, who literally like fought against the idea that West Coast music was good. This is an I mean, um, yo, shout out to my nigga Carl, Haitian Carl, who was my roommate. Shout out to P, shout out to Will, Aaron, Kendrick. These are all the, the niggas I grew up with in, in, in college at Georgia Tech. You, you, uh, you, you poll any of these guys and they will tell you, Amin was all East Coast rap. I shit on the South other than Outkast. I sit on West Coast music and I shit, I mean, I shit on R&B. All I listened to was that Hot 97 fucking playlist of rap. That's it. When I tell you the first time I heard that song, I knew, oh, fuck, he got you, big. He got you. I felt that in 1997. I feel it in 2020. I respect that. Jerv, what's your favorite uh, Too Short song? Uh, That was, I, I, I was actually probably going to pick that. But um, if I had to go with a second one, it would be, um, it was all good just a week ago, him and Hove. That shit rolled to me. And um, I fuck with Short. I don't, I I can't tell you I've listened to all 33 of his albums, but uh, uh, he he's a, he's a legend and um, I'm, I'm a fan. So um, yeah, man, I, I ain't got nothing bad to say about Short. I ain't got nothing bad to say about E-40. So my favorite, my favorite Too Short song is uh, Bitch. Between him and E40, nigga don't mm-hmm. act like a bitch. And oh, yeah. my f- yeah, yeah. and my favorite feature rolls. is Jazzy Hoes with Jermaine oh, Dupri. Oh, all wait, I wait, like wait. is those Jazzy Hoes and, uh, and, 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 and all the clubs. Uh, life of forty, life, life in fourteen seventy two. Yeah, because yeah. he got album. off. He got off. That was off. a good album of features. So everything was a feature on that album. So now E forty. Jerf, what's your favorite E-40 song? Oh, I'm muted. I didn't even realize that. Damn, I thought we were doing uh, the ill effect where we were just not saying shit and making faces <laughs> for the YouTube crowd. God damn, damn it. All right, go ahead. Let me uh get, come back to me. Let me look. I, oh, I, I know it's not crazy. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, of me. Before me answers, can I just put respectfully in front of whatever it means <laughs> about to say? Because I, I don't want no baby. So baby. <laughs> look, I've learned in in recent years. Earlier in my life, I was a lot more disrespectful. And I, I thank my co-hosts and multiple visits to the Bay 
And also meeting E40, because he's actually a great guy, man. One of the nicest. One of the nicest. Like him, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. In terms of rappers that I've met that aren't, like, related to me, <laughs> um, E40 is right up there with Snoop. Like, legitimately nice human beings. Look at, look at, <laughs> what's up, Kyrie? <laughs> Trace lined up. <laughs> he got the sage. <laughs> Yo, shout out to um, shout out to uh, uh, Spillage Village, man. I shouted them out on the jump today because I pulled out the sage from there. They gave, sent me a gift pack for for the holidays. I really appreciated that. But uh, yeah, E forty, really nice guy. Nice guy. And it's it's softened a lot of look. I I will say this. I realize now that people really appreciate what he does, and how his music I will say is individual and very unique. Like there ain't no other rapper that's like E Forty. He's definitely not biting anybody else's flow. That's for sure. And so for me, if you ask me what my favorite song of his. What's uh what's the one that Draymond did? Nope. <laughs> when they were the first Yep. Yep. It's nope. called uh, Choices. Choice. Everybody got choices. I like that one. I like the the one with T Pain. Trying to get to you and that trying to make you You and that booty like, is crazy. That road. That road. After a couple of drinks, bro, you turned into E for you. I will say this. But but here's the thing, Trey. I realize that many of the E-40 songs I like are the later ones where he became more mainstream. And so I understand if you're an E-40 fan, you're like, oh, what about so-and-so? And I'm like, yo, them songs, them are the songs I wasn't trying to listen to. But once he, like, like tell me when to go, that's a dope song to me. But I realize E-40 probably thinks, or E-40 fans might think that's a watered-down version of his music, Right. Go dumb dumb. I mean, go stupid. Go oh, dumb dumb dumb. Like that. That's a dope ass song. Notwithstanding, kick the sneak. Now you know. Fuck that. I ain't never gonna say to kick the sneak. This is a good fucking rap. That nigga's terrible. But forty. Hey, he said that. I didn't. Shout respectfully. Shouts to shouts to Keek. Shouts to Keek. I know you a real one. I'm just guessing because rapping <laughs> really ain't your thing. So you have to be a real one in order to have like. Record and all that stuff. So Yo, he about to have a sag. He about to have a sag band. The whole yeah, everything. I'm banning all Northern California. Just all Northern California this, about to have this, this thing out of here. He never learns his lesson, yo. He'll never all right, learn I'm his lesson. I'm not from, saying it disrespectfully. I'm just saying that's ain't for me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I got five on his mind, Trey. By the that's way, that's not his. By the way, but cool. Sorry. No, yo, you said all features. Right, he was on the remix. Shout out to the Don't 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 do me like that, Trey. Trey, you should try to play me real fast. Don't do that. We're not doing that today, bro. It's my birthday. Don't do right. that. You get a pass. <laughs> For me, it's I hope I don't go back. Great song. I hope I don't go back to slang and yayo. Slang and yayo. To get my mayo. Trey, relax. The ladies already know you got money. Now they're going to know you can sing too? God damn. Come on, oh, man. Oh, man. So, All right. Man. You know what's crazy? I, I, I just, I realized I, I don't know any names of any of his songs. That's why I had, I had to look it up. 
Like I, I've I've heard a million E40 songs until he plays the song. I'm like, I don't know what the hell. I don't know what you're talking about until you actually play the track. Respectfully. Jerv, that's almost every song for me. I don't know any know the names of any songs. I just know how they go. I'm like, oh yeah, that one. Uh all right. So let's transition real quick to power. And let me just say this right now. Let me ask this question. Because we've been watching Power since day one. All three of us, right? We day ones out here. We've been potting about Power so long that Power's Twitter account followed us. That's how long we've been, right? So I'm going to say this, and I want to know if it's just in my head or it's real. Is Power getting better? As it goes along. It is. Nigga, that was the oh, best power wow. episode I've seen since like the first three seasons. No, it's not. Yeah, really, crazy. Jer? You don't think they're really getting better at this? I mean, are we about to applaud some uh, something for getting better when it was when it was terrible? I mean, like, I'm gonna say just... this. I'm gonna say this. Power season one to this day. I love power season one. It the, oh, for the real? idea yeah. that they didn't know who Ghost was for like 75% of that season. That they thought it was Tommy for most of that season. because All because Tommy said one thing. I'm going to cancel Christmas on their ass. Which is still one of my favorite lines in all of TV history, right? Power season one was, was tight, right? But we know that Power took a dip into soap opera land when Tommy was supposed to kill a ghost and then he couldn't. And then they teamed up with Kanan to say, like, then it got ridiculous, right? They teamed up with Kanan to save Tariq, right? But now all that's in the past. Trey, I'm glad you with me on this. They're actually doing a good fucking job. Like, the whole shit with Kane trying to set up uh, 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 Tariq having it backfire. And not only backfire on that, but also to the point where they're uh, guap is doubting Kane to begin with think it's a setup. Yeah. I'm like, that's some dope ass shit. And even 2-Bit, who I've always criticized, yo, this nigga was the dumbest nigga forever, and now y'all made him a criminal mastermind. This episode, I was like, that's some 2-Bit ass shit. I fucking love hmm. it, man. This was a good ass I episode. don't know how Jerv didn't like this, but I'm going to go down do you, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go down the line and then we can chime in, right? All right. Cause I, I have questions. Here we Please go. Let, Here yeah, we I go. Have questions. Here we go, and we can we can go we can go down the line with this because this is the best episode we've seen in a long time. First of all, we got two bit out uh out hustling Tariq, and goes to pay uh my man my man's uh mom a visit and drop some change off even though I know he bodied him. His man's that was funny. Tariq. I know Ghost is in in uh, hell or heaven, smiling down on him <laughs> for having having three chicks, and now he's hustling coke on Stansfield's campus. Also, he finally got some. Way, I like I like that he's hustling. He, I mean, that he's not like in love with any of these girls. Yeah, I mean, it's the potential that Epi has potential. I think the one. But I was gonna say I think the one chick had got a little hold on him, yo. But at nah, the end of the day, you know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be Diana, cause he ain't never really like got it down with her. Not yet. You Which one's Diana? Saying? That's the uh, that's Monet's daughter. That's, that's the, uh, she uh, a Tahala. Okay. All right. Okay. So then we got Kane. He's greedy for self. Failed a hit on Tyreek, and now he's recruited Lil Guap. 
And then Jabari. Oh, what a letdown. Bro out here running like his shoes was too Ooh. big. He looked corny. Mark Lamont Hills uh, Jr.? Nah, Jabari. <laughs> uh, I mean, not Jabari. Um, Zeke. 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 Oh, Zeke. Zeke is so corny, Zeke falling bro. in love with a pussy. Yeah, but. but I, you know, I could. But he's yo, 18 he's or 19. I, I could tell. Yo, when you're that young, you get with a younger, uh, older woman. She giving you that good loving. They could have had his hoop swag a little bit better, though. No. Just, oh, yeah. Just he, de- tab, he definitely bro. looked very unathletic. Like, Yeah, he just, I mean, he got the dunk. He probably just a tall cat that they just can act. But at the end of the day, it was just kind of like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Jabari, oh, my God. He's killing me. He's probably Mark wrecking Lamar the Hill show. Mark Lamont Hill Jr. Mark Lamont Hill Who asked Jerb if he played 2K? I saw that shit on Twitter. Jerb, what was the answer? <laughs> He's fucked. Yo, he's terrible at fucking 2K, man. He looks like, like he's terrible. Me. He's not good at 2K. He, like he beats up on his his B and C list friends, and he talks about it, and he brags, and then he comes into the world with these gamers like myself, and then gets slapped up. But, you know, respectfully, we're not going to go there. But, Jerv, was he disrespectful when he asked you if you played 2K? Jerv, assist him. Wait, Jerv, Jer, was he being disrespectful when he asked you if you played 2K, or was that just, like... <laughs> Oh, he's, he was being super disrespectful. Oh, he's no super disrespectful. He's being disrespectful, like like we didn't play like ten times, and he's beat me one out of like the last ten times. Like like to me, it's kind of like when when your little brother be talking shit to you, and you just really know what it is, and you just let him get it off because he's around his friends. Like when he talks to me about two K, that's what that is to me. Jerv, by the way, speaking of little brothers and stuff, I I I, I got I feel like I have to alert you because I respect you, one of my best friends and shit, but. One of your brothers <laughs> came at me on Twitter, and I had to say some real disrespectful shit. And it wasn't my use, you know. Usually, I just disrespect frats in general, but I told this nigga, "Yo, stop before I get your natural apex predator, the Q dogs, on you." And I was like, "I feel like right now, I'm just taking a side in the whole frat war, and I don't, I don't care about that." Yo, that shit. you are really beefed out this week, bro. I know, Public man. Public enemy number one. <laughs> I don't. I, it was like, crazy. You know what? Only, only, only in Sacramento. Only in Sacramento. Yo, uh, uh, Trey. The bad news is I don't think I can ever go to Sacramento again. The good news is I don't never want to go to Sacramento anyway. That's just a piece of shit. <laughs> Sa- Sacramento or Cleveland to me. Oh, Jerv, you're really, you're really testing me here. Yo. <laughs> You Fuck. cats is wallet right now. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Cleveland for this reason, Jerv. That at the wow. highest levels, when Cleveland was really upset with me, them niggas was going to the finals and they had LeBron on their team. Who the fuck are you, Sacramento? What the fuck have you done in 15 motherfucking years? Who's the best fucking player you've had? To feel disrespected. Shut the fuck up. Gavin Newsom is the best part of your motherfucking town. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh power was you guys really felt power was a good episode. episode. <laughs> I don't know how we got to there, but yeah, so at the end of the day, um we got Kane, who is a loose cannon. He has been cut out of the family. He's got to. He's got to die, right? He's got to die, yeah, Trey, his, right? His, his reckless decisions are going to cost him his life. 
And Monet's accepted that. Long as Tariq doesn't put the hit out on my boy. Which I think he's still going to do it, but going to try to cover it up like he didn't. Um, Braden, he about to become a snitch. Jabari way over his head. Being a creep. He was about to snitch, Braden but he need snitch. that book to be done. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy to Yo, me because he's, he's a nut. He's a nut ass nigga. And then, yo, he's just gonna write a book about my man Tariq's life, and then get all the bread for it. And then, like, in what world does he not think Tariq's gonna be like, yo, that's me? That, like, this is the show look, look, that you guys are saying is getting look, better. Look, 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 Jerv, if you do enough push-ups, you believe anything could happen. I guess. <laughs> I that guess. Got more best Can, than the Rock. <laughs> Can can I ask y'all? <laughs> y'all watch ball. Can I ask y'all a question? Yo, is it people out in the world that really behave like that? Like Mark Lamont Hill do you? Yes. I want to be clear. I'm not talking about oh, Mark yeah, Lamont it's, it's Hill. Names out. I'm not talking about Mark Lamont Hill because I know people get confused. People got confused real quick this week. Jabari like face. So let me just say, Mark Lamont Hill Jr. People is out here for real like don't, that. Don't forget the face at the end. Mark Lamont Hill face. Y'all niggas is wild. But at Jared, the, we're not talking about your boy. Nah, we're talking, we talking about, about a dude that favors who him. looks like your boy. And also <laughs> has the same profession as your boy. But I swear I'm not talking about your boy. Yo, yo, yo you know what? Yo, yo fuck it. Jer's friends talk shit about me. I like why am I not allowed to they return do. fire? They man? do. They do, they do, they do, they do, they but, do. Uh, let's take a pause you, right here. If we're going to do a poll, because now Trey has been accused of having a white voice. Now I've been accused of having a white voice. Yo, who's got the whitest voice hey, on this I'll beat niggas up Trey too. or Waz? <laughs> Who? Hey, I'll beat niggas up with this white voice. It's Waz. <laughs> hey, Trey, 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 I'm going to learn you something since you new money now. Bro, you can't beat nobody up no more, man. Well, duh, yeah. No, nah, I'm. I tell people, God Trey, bless Trey. now. What? Yeah, everything's God bless. But what? <laughs> hey, what did what did Jerv's birthday favorite rapper ever say? I never make the news again. My man to shoot you. <laughs> Amen. I learned that shit like 15 years ago when I first started doing. No, real I'm, shit, I'm like Pharrell like, in the Noriega shit now. He said, "Look, I was in the club and niggas is shooting outside, and the girl was trying to get an Uber or Lyft, and he said." I got FBI on speed dial. I'm snitching. <laughs> hey, I'm not don't touch me. Listen, I ain't breaking my hand for none of you niggas. Look, I'm going to say this right now. I'm not snitching unless I get touched. If you touch me, you will be under litigation. But I'm going to say this. I don't, I don't touch. I don't touch the work. I don't do any of that. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yo, this is such Rick, a This is such a random <laughs> pod right now today. Like, I don't even know. Oh God. So, it's our best episode in speak, months. Speaking of this shit, um, can I ask you guys a question? Since you guys both said that this was power is getting so much better. Absolutely. Um, and what and what Ivy League do they not have cameras at the pool? They were down, fool. 
system was down. Oh, okay. So, 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 and, and where did they tell us that at? How do we he know that? He asked. Two bits. He asked them if the cameras are on. said they're down. Like they're they're, they're not down. working right now. System. Oh no! I no. See, I get that. I'm saying, where did we know that prior to the body being gotten that the cameras were down? How do well, we know Jer- that? Jer- Jer- well, Jerv, bro, if, if you're going to kill Jer- somebody where there should be cameras, Jer- didn't you go to an HBCU? Hey, brother, we're not comparing the HBCU to prestigious whatever the, the fuck school Tyreek goes to. Getting, right? Yo, I don't know this podcast. He for sure he for sure at Albany U. He at Albany U. Nah, bro, that's just that's like Columbia. Columbia that's or something they making the same out because yeah. because they're in town. He's like so obviously he could go see Monet and Queens like that, and also uh, because he said Ivy League. Effie uh, said we could sell to the whole Ivy League. That shit is Columbia. Their meaning is Columbia. So I need someone from Columbia that can that that, that listens to this pod to let us know one time where the cameras were out in the pool. I just need to know that I, ever know happens what? at Columbia. You know what? Hold on, Jerv. Remember, you know Steve Martinez? Yeah. Steve Martinez went to Columbia. I'm gonna get him on next week. Hey, that's a problem. I bet you. I, I bet you. Steve Steve's Martinez. gonna tell us that the cameras ain't never been out of Columbia. I'm gonna have Steve on for like a five minute segment. I said, Steve, was Columbia bootleg when it came to the security? Oh, is it real tight? Because guess what? Columbia, let me just, for those of y'all that don't know, Columbia University is located way, way the fuck uptown New York City in a neighborhood called Morningside. Morningside, when I was in high school, because I, I thought about going to Columbia when I was in high school. Morningside is like Harlem if every single building was a crack house. Like, there was no Apollo. There was no any fucking Sugar Hill. Everything was just crack house after crack house after crack house after crack house. Morningside was as fucked up as fucked up gets. And then as you start to move more eastward, it starts to get a little better than you get into Harlem. So, Columbia is like this oasis in the middle of the world. You know what it's like? Trey, it's like USC. You know, USC is like sick. It's in the heart of South Central. The heart, the heart, <laughs> like nigga, it's niggas out there and cracking, not, going and league. Now, like, think about that. It's youngins right now that are gonna say, "What are you talking about? That place is nice. It's nice now because what both of those universities hey, have done." Think about Clay Matthews land. doing his stuff in the hood. He was doing his stuff with the blonde hair out. <laughs> Shout out to Clay Matthews. Hey man. Shout out to Marcellus Wiley who went to fucking Columbia. When yo Marcellus Wiley went from was he is he from Compton he's or was from he Compton. from he's, he's Marcellus from- Wiley went from Compton to fucking Morningside Jesus fucking Christ you could have picked any Ivy League school that was in the middle of a nice suburban area this nigga went to the most hood ass fucking Ivy League you know what I'm getting Marcellus Wiley next week that's a promise call me that's, out if I don't do it all right that's a he he just wanted he wanted to go to a school where the cameras don't work by the pool sometimes. <laughs> oh God! All right, my rainy red cup talk right now. My rainy to close out. What do we think about my rainy? Uh, I'll be honest with y'all. I watched the first thirty minutes, and I thought Chadwick Boseman was acting his ass off. 
But also, the first 30 minutes did not give me a reason to want to keep watching this shit. What the fuck is the story? What was the story? So it's based on a hot summer day in 1927. Ma Rainey, who is the basically... She is the face of blues back in the day, and she always never gets her love because everybody thinks about Bessie Smith. And pretty much it highlights social injustice at the time. And then also, um, this is produced by Denzel Washington, by the way. Um, and it just kind of gives some symbolism also about, you know, the blues being the detailed human spirit, the best outlet of how, how to uh, chronicle black history. You know what I'm saying? And make sure that legacies wasn't forgotten because during those times, most blacks were working in industrial uh, buildings and also, you know, line workers and things of that nature. And in this particular, in this, in this situation, Ma Rainey was a very powerful, I don't say powerful, where she was very, she had a lot of power for a black woman in that time, being able to be paid up front, paid in cash, have a driver, be respected, had a white manager. And things of that nature with her, with her, um, with her band, made sure her band got paid. Um, I don't really understand why this character Levy was highlighted so much and that I under, but I also do understand why Chadwick wanted to do this. Um, he definitely acted his ass off in this scenario. Um, the ending really didn't make sense to me, but it was for the most part. I don't want to say educational. I think it was just more so inspirational to people just kind of if you if you put a micro if if you had your Negro superpowers to go back to 1927, Ma Rainey is the person that you would probably want to tap in with. You know what I'm saying? Because of how she carried herself and in in it uh embraced her blackness from Georgia. You know, she was singing these blues songs with a grill in her mouth, you know what I'm saying? And and driving in fancy cars and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and really talking to the white folk crazy, because that shit was definitely not allowed. And you know what I'm saying? We seen in color purple how how uh, Oprah got hit. They didn't do that to Ma Rainey and that shit. So you know what I'm saying? Much respect to Ma Rainey. Rest in peace. Jerv. He got nothing. That shit didn't do nothing for you. Like, yeah, I'm going to have to sit this one out, bro. My bad. <laughs> Yo, I, I, like, again, like, I watched, and I was watching, and I'm like, this nigga's doing a good acting job, but I was just like, what the fuck is the story here? It was just niggas arguing about shit. I don't do songs. I don't rehearse shit. I'm like, that niggas argued for so long, I was just like, is this thing going anywhere? Are we go- is this about Yeah, anything? I mean... I, I know you guys said both Ma Rainey, did. but like they didn't have no a whole, whole lot of Ma Rainey to start the movie with, other than her singing. In the yeah, be- I at mean, the very beginning opening credits, it was highlighting a bunch of stuff, which I'm pretty sure you know when they wrote it, they didn't really. I don't know what direction they were really trying to push on it. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, it was going so you you would think that the movie was going to develop into something else. You know, obviously, as far as the the different things that they were running into. I know Ma Rainey was difficult to work with, and I don't even think she was more so difficult. She just was, she knew what she wanted and was very demanding, and they got pretty much for her to 
you know, whether she wanted to be paid two hundred dollars and her nephew be paid twenty dollars and the band be paid and and uh Levy Chadwick's character was supposed to be this, you know, he had aspirations and dreams to branch off and start his own band, but he ends up taking one of the band members' lives at the end, um, for stepping on his shoe. I, I just I really didn't come to a conclusion of that. I think they all just I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I liked it though. I, I'm gonna put it at that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I know, I know. B would have had better words for us on this, but oh, yeah. yeah, I, I just, I just, I just enjoyed it as a, as a overall. You know, seeing those, those black actors, you know, create something. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It was, shout it was, out, it was shout talent. Out to, shout out to what's my man, the Colonel from fucking a different world. Yep. Yeah. By the way, who also did a, an amazing job. I don't know if any of you guys watched Fargo, the new season of Fargo with Chris Rock. He was on it. Glenn Terman is the name of the Glenn actor. Terman. Shout out to Glenn Terman. He played the colonel on A Different World. He's in it. He plays a, a, a character named Dr. Senator. That's his, that's his real ass name. And uh, he killed it. Uh, Chris Rock killed it. Uh, I mean, it, like Fargo was just a, an amazing, amazing season this year. Uh, so if y'all haven't watched that, go ahead and watch. We probably should have done it for Bomb, but like I didn't realize it was gonna be as good as it was until maybe midway through. So, but uh, I, yo, I I definitely respect it. I respect him. Good actors in there, in Ma Rainey. It's just for me, I was just looking for a story, and I'm gonna finish it, but obviously not in time for this podcast. Yeah, I would, I would, I would love for you to come back with a recap and and and, and say. You know how you really felt about it, both of maybe, you guys. Maybe next week, in between Steve Martinez and Marcellus Wiley and all the other Red Cup suggestions or promises <laughs> I made today. But for this episode, shout out to uh, birthday boy John Gervais. Shout out to uh, multi-millionaire Black Trey. <laughs> shout, out, <laughs> shout out to producer extraordinaire Rob Lopez. And shout out to me, the drunkest podcast host in all the land. Uh, other than Nori, of course. He got me beat. <laughs> this is when Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. Make sure you like, subscribe, all that shit. Fucking crazy, sexy, cool was yesterday. I listened to the whole episode. They killed that shit. If you didn't listen, you're a fucking moron. Shout out to Wednesday Sermon, Naima, Karin. They're killing that shit. They were the first ones to talk about the whole superpower shit last week. Shout out to fucking Woke Bros with Nando and Big Waz. Shout out to Growing Up the Same, Trey, Jason Madison, and Trey, who's the guest? I'm going to tell y'all. Check your Twitter timeline, motherfucker. though. You goddamn motherfucker. This has been Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. Good night. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.